0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of the Switcher Boot Podcast. My name is Alex Harding. I'll be your host, and today I'm joined here by, same as always, uh, the co-host Na- uh, Nathan Rudge. Hello again, and his assistant to the co-host, host Nathan. Uh, sorry, Jake Mouncy. Wrong name. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hi. Hopefully,
1: my uh, hopefully my audio isn't garbage this week.
0: Uh, it's a lot better <laughs> and it, from what I'm hearing, anyways.
1: Yeah, that was uh, entirely my own fault.
0: We didn't get any complaints about it or anything, but but it's you know, yeah, it sounds just, much better just, now. Yeah, just
1: just being you know people who have done audio editing before, just the slightest hiccup is incredibly annoying.
0: Yeah, mm. I know. I was I was listening to it. I'm just like, oh, we'll make it work. We'll make it work.
1: Oh, uh, it sounds terrible. We can't publish this. <laughs> <laughs> we have to re-record it. <laughs>
0: No, okay. Um, I'll let's move straight on because this is a news-packed episode this time around. Um, there's a lot, lot happening. Obviously with the Switch OLED, uh, the Steam Deck, there, you know, all the little news that comes in between as well. So there's so much to talk about. So we'll quickly get in and do the what have you been playing. Um, uh, as a little twist, I'm gonna go first this time because I think I deserve that. Um. This time around, so I've been playing a lot on Xbox recently, so I know we're a Switch podcast, but um, I've just been playing a lot on there at the moment, I've just had a bit of time at home, so uh, what a, I've, I've been playing a bit of Psychonauts to get into, uh, to get ready for the second game, which comes out I think next month, uh, Psychonauts 2, it's like late next month yeah, or something. somewhere around that point. Yeah, have either of you guys played Psychonauts?
1: I played Psychonauts a while ago, uh, back
0: on the stream. I couldn't get into it personally. It's pretty trippy. Um, it's it's got that weird, weird cartoon, but like, I don't. I, it's like you can tell it's an early two thousands game. Yeah. By by its humor, I think in like the first twenty minutes, one of the one of the bullies or the main bully, he is like he's doing this dance. I'm like, oh, that's very outdated. <laughs> but like it's trying to be it's trying to be cool around that time but yeah all in Very all though i'm actually really humor. enjoying it yeah yeah a bit dated humor but i am enjoying it like i do like double finds, double finds games and um definitely looking forward to the sequel i think i've seen a bit of gameplay of that and that looks really good so i want to yeah still still play through the original it's it's only about eight hours so it's not too long or anything like that um also, last episode, I was playing Halo 4. I finished Halo 4 and I finished Halo 5 Guardians. So I'm all up to date for Halo Infinite when that comes out later this year. I'm not going to play Halo Wars and Halo Wars 2 and all them because meh. Because they're not I tried... Chief collection. <laughs> well, that too. But yeah, I played Halo Wars for like two hours. I'm like, eh, It's nah. I like the gameplay of Halo, but I don't need all that backstory. Just, just go on the wiki. That's that's all you need. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, like who like yeah, who was it at Microsoft who thought, yeah, this first person shooter needs to be a real time strategy game? Mm. You know what it
0: needs more? A sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, there's huge gaps between four, five, and infinite for sure, so yeah. that's that's been interesting. And last one I've been playing is Within the Blade, this is a little indie title. Uh, by Radalaka Games, I'm doing a review of it at the moment. It's better than I expected. Honestly, it's it's nothing groundbreaking or anything, but like it's got a really in depth skill tree. Up uh, for if anyone who's not familiar, it's kind of like a mm, ninja samurai kind of game. But you like the it. If I can I- explain it in a very weird way, it's it's ninja samurai. So I think of Ninja Gaiden with sonic in terms that the levels are made to you know they start to finish they're made to be sp- uh, speed run right, speed yeah, run through f- fast
1: paced uh action platforming
0: yeah but you can go in different directions as well so you can yeah technique. different pathways
1: okay okay
0: yeah so I, with a massive skill tree there's a lot to do with stealth as well um so you, like if you're good enough you can go different routes and then sneak up on people and do like this cool assassinations where you chop their heads off and all that kind of stuff and it's uh yeah i've been really enjoying it but there i've got some gripes with it like the crafting system is just weirdly convoluted in a lot of ways weirdly Um, existent (laughs) or exist yeah or existent there just seems
1: to be a lot of
0: games that just include a crafting system because they can yeah pretty much yeah and there's, there's just seems to be a lack of thought into it. And then like, you would do something, you'd get like a hundred different items and they can all be used for craft. And I'm like, I don't feel good about this whatsoever. Like, I don't feel like it's a reward when I, when I do it, feels it just like feels convoluted. Yeah. More like a chore, more like a gutcha kind of mechanic where you just get like a flood of items all at once. Like crafting materials. You're like, oh, great. Yay. Okay. And moving on. But yeah. That's what I've been playing. Like I said, I'll go through super quick. Uh, Nathan, do you want to tell us what you've been playing? I'll start with Nathan's Nintendo fact. (laughs) Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Forgot about that?
2: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So this one's a two-part. So it's uh, related to Fire Emblem. Now, most people probably know this one is uh, Fire Emblem Awakening was meant to be the last Fire Emblem game. Yeah, it sure was. Yep. Yeah. It was uh, that's what saved the franchise. But um, most people think the reason why Fire Emblem came to the West was because of Smash Bros. and because you know people were more interested in the characters from that. Apparently, it was actually Advance Wars doing really good sales that brought it to the West in the first place. How ironic!
3: Hmm.
2: Yes. So the uh, the franchise that
1: killed Advance Wars was
3: was saved by what? Yeah.
1: What a surprise. But yeah, a- adding waifus and the ability to marry them, wow, That who would have thought that would, you know, increase Save game the size? entire franchise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who would have thought that people that play video games are typically lonely people?
0: They want anime what did, waifus. What did Awakening do different to make it stand out? Anime waifus? Yeah, the. Like, it can't just it, be that. It's pretty much
1: just that. The the ability to marry a character and, you know, have uh, have a child. Also, like, it was at a time where, um like,
2: on the internet, where it was more easily spread information on it. And yeah, it was, like, okay. I think, the peak of YouTube being like, oh, look at this game kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Because I think that was when uh, Let's Plays was just starting to really be a thing. Okay. Because I think, like, yeah... I i I guess waifus would help but it's it it wouldn't that reaches a certain demographic not a commercial it doesn't make commercial success so if you think about like how did it become a commercial success like i guess that must be it it must be youtube and twitch and all that kind of and all those platforms
2: yeah i think it was like yeah because it was early let's plays
0: days i think and um i think they had a big marketing push for it well, if I remember correctly, there was nothing going on for Nintendo at that time, so I guess I yeah. had to put their marketing effort into something. Because it, it was 3DS. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was pretty early 3DS as well, wasn't it?
0: Yes,
2: because uh, you also got um, Revelations, um, like, yeah. and then you've also got the Echoes games on the 3DS, so it was early
0: 3DS time.
3: Hmm.
0: I want to say Awakening was 2014? Maybe 2013? I think it, it was That sounds
1: about right, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways, that was a cool fact. Yes. Um,
2: it is, once it loads up. Uh, 2012,
1: April. Oh, wow. Very early. Yeah. So, yeah. Prob- yeah, probably would have been, like, the only good game on the console at that
3: yeah.
0: time. Yeah, because I remember th- Super Mario 3D Land was late 2011. And that was, like, it took forever for that to come out. So then, I guess, yeah, April... And there would have been nothing coming around at that time. The Wii U launched in November.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It would have had yeah. just a, more of a marketing budget to to push it. Well, there we go. We solved the mystery. We solved the mystery right here on Switchaboo.
2: Now, for games that I've been playing... Um, again, I've also have been playing the Xbox because I've got the Game Pass. <laughs> we um, are a
3: Nintendo
0: podcast, we swear. Yeah. Um,
2: so... Just for you know, memory's sake, went back to a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Like I played that back on the PS3. That that's a good mm. you know, just a chill, fun game to play. Um, is that on Twitch? No. Or is no, it, yes, it is one. actually. It is. Okay. I think I put my name down for a code, but we never got it because EA. Huh. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten an yeah. EA code before yet, have we? No. Nah. Nah. Nah, no, they did enough. the wrong thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> D&D Dark Alliance. I um, continue playing that. I have learnt that, yes, the uh, difficulty curve is a huge jump.
1: Alright, so (laughs) yeah, you have seen the bits that people have been kind of complaining about.
2: Yeah, no, like, if you do like, so there's like, oh, you're meant to have this power level roughly for this, but it is a massive jump. Like, enemies hit you so much harder from 1 to 2. Just uh, like d d Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I if thought you do, you'd be happy with if that. If you do play like level one, it is it is good fun. Like you can just, you know, it's an action like, you know, Warriors game, but two is a lot more like Dark Souls. So that you get that more, you know, you have to be cautious with the way you do stuff. Yeah. Okay.
0: Do so you have to really think ahead? Yeah. And, and, strategi- and strategize? Yes. That's cool. But, yeah, it's, uh, it does have that option.
2: And it's definitely be much more uh, easier and more fun with multiple people.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It, yeah. it seems like a game where it needs um, human Your interaction. Your player, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then
2: I've actually been able to play a bit more of Octopath Traveler. Uh, I started off with Albrecht.
0: Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I started with Ulbrich as well. That was the I'm. warrior, yes? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. And then um I have just finished Tressa earlier today, which is the Merchant Girl, which I forgot how adorable adorable she is. Tress That's is the right. best. Yeah, she she's like pure little like oh protect.
0: Mm. <laughs> That's right. It's it's all coming back to me. Like I played it I think twenty eighteen oh, like it came out. Early release, yeah. Mm. Yeah, when it launched. But yeah, so, yeah. Like, I went going
2: around and like, Oh man, yeah, I remember this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think when I uh when I played it like roughly about at launch, I think I went with Primrose as my yeah. main character and uh mm. oh boy did that bite me in the ass. <laughs> Very much she so good... she had a good uh, story though. She does she does have a good story, but uh if you try to abuse that ability that she has that can randomly increase your experience gain by a hundredfold. Yeah, the, right. the the game kind of falls apart. That's right. Yeah, he
2: did it on a boss.
1: Yeah, oh, I, wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I managed to get it on a boss and got like 20 levels. So like the rest <laughs> of the game scaled up to like level 50. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs>
2: yeah, it did not go well. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that I've played, been playing a little bit of Red Colony 2 In the time that I've had It's a yeah. game Yeah It is a The way I like to describe it, it is a game that looks like it should be on Newgrounds Okay Because it looks like it's made in Flash Yeah
0: Yeah I mean we didn't I think what was it, thirty-five? We gave. Thirty-five the was the first one. Yeah, and I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected too much from it either. The, I'm surprised the sequel came around very quickly. Yes, it did. Like considering oh, the first right, game came yeah. out in January. <laughs> that game, yeah. Mm.
2: yeah,
1: yeah, I know what I'm um, talking about. Yeah, the main—I I know exactly what you mean by its animations looking like it should be on new grounds. Yeah, yeah,
2: the main character is a sex worker. Uh huh, and makes points of it like several times in the story that I've come across so far. I was like, Oh yeah, no, oh you're a sex worker. Like it's a it's an apocalypse happening, and her pimp tries to get her to do work <laughs> because she has clients. Priorities. But then lets, but then lets her go because she has to go find her daughter, and she's a good worker.
0: How nice of him.
2: It's the apocalypse. You still need to do your sex work.
0: Well,
1: yeah. Have you not met a pimp before?
0: <laughs> it's kind of what they do. Yeah, but like, what an apocalypse is it's, happening? It's a I think zombie money...
2: dinosaur apocalypse.
0: Yeah, the dinosaur thing kind of confused me. Yeah, yeah. what is this Dino Crisis? <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. Well, now you know. Yes.
2: And then the, uh, only other thing is, uh, Yeast 9 demo. I
1: also played this, so this will be a two for. Yes, which will then lead I... into what you've played. Yes, yes it is. So I it feels very game. generic. Mm, yeah, it was, uh, it was... It felt like a very cheaply made game as well. Uh, it's your action, like, RPGs as well, so... like Like, it's not terrible yeah it's yeah it's it's not bad but i've certainly played a lot of better action rpgs before like people have been telling me to get into the yeast franchise for the longest time and i finally try it and i'm like this is what all the hubbub is about yeah it's eh, kind of what
0: from what i've heard of yeast 9 apparently it doesn't run very well on switch um, it uh-huh. has, like, pretty bad performance issues.
1: I didn't notice anything demo-wise, performance issue-wise. Uh, I, I played the demo on the PC, so oh. I, mm. I, I... Yeah, didn't I, really, I didn't notice yeah. any issues, but I didn't play very long, so...
2: Yeah, okay. I, I played in one dungeon.
1: Yeah. So Which had uh, a very how about, interesting yeah, name. Yeah, how about that dungeon name, huh? <laughs> what was the name? So the dungeon Yeah, the dungeon's name is Cloaca Maxima. So it's like, are you seriously telling me this dungeon's name is Giant Bird Orifice? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like why? (laughs) Why?
0: I have nothing. Why is it called that? Like, I kind
1: of want to. I kind of want to get the game just so I can get context as to why it's called
0: Cloaca Maxima. <laughs> is that Latin or something? <laughs> or have I missed the joke? Cloaca? Do you not know what a Cloaca is. No.
1: I all have... right. All right. <laughs> so education time with switches uh, this...
0: wait, wait, wait. Is this gonna get us explicit? <laughs>
1: Maybe <laughs> It's, it's educational I'll, cl- I'll clean it up Just Choose your words carefully m- I, I shall clean it up as much as I can The cloaca is the business end of a bird It's the one stop shop Okay Where everything goes in and out
3: Okay
0: Including eggs Right Right, okay So the yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I don't get it at the same time. Like I don't, I don't get the, like you said, like I don't get the context. I don't get the joke. Does he? Is the dungeon in a bird? No,
2: it's it's just the ruins. It, it, it's it's and just the ruins. Is just, just for some, just some reason, it cloaca maxima. <laughs> okay, that's why it might, it's it's
0: like what like is I wanna, that name?
1: Yeah, I I want to play the game just so. Just so I can learn if there's context or not as to why it's called Cloaca Maxima.
0: Maybe that's why it's called that. So then people will want to keep playing and find out why it's called that. It's just marketing 101, Jake.
1: I, I, I'll give them that. If that's the point, then yeah, that is one hell of a uh, marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah. There you go.
3: <laughs> it was yeah, uh,
1: a
2: very confusing, like, yeah. Just a title of a dungeon that made me go,
1: okay,
2: this is a game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was was a thing. So what's better, Yeast 9 or Red Colony 2? Yeast Nine's better gameplay, for sure.
2: Better gameplay, you say? I I think mostly in general. I didn't play much of it. (laughs) But in general, I'd say Yeast 9 would
1: be a better option than Red Colony, but I'm assuming Yeast 9 is a lot more expensive. Yeah. Mm. That and the demo doesn't go into like any story beats at all. It's just go through this dungeon. Also, it doesn't really teach you how to play. It's like, here you go. Now play.
2: Yeah, that uh
0: Well that doesn't help.
2: Like, I I saw I swapped characters at one point and I couldn't work out how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm trying to swap another character so this one doesn't die and I don't know what to do. I tried pressing like <laughs> buttons I'm like nah okay I give up
0: <laughs> I think we've all been been there with games where are just like I did something I don't know how I did it but I did yeah. it although it yeah, it was
2: there. fun running up walls
1: well there you go yeah when it let you yeah the, the amount of times I'd like hit a slight incline in the wall and I just dropped to the floor it's like so you can run up walls but not a step on the wall okay
2: yeah, flat that's surface
1: only.
0: Yeah. It has to be oh, a completely flat surface. Yeah, so like these people are saving the world but they're just not acrobatic whatsoever. No. Mm-hmm. Well that's a little concerning. Um, so you've been playing So you, 9 Jake. Uh, yes. what have you else been playing?
1: Uh I have uh, I have been playing uh yeah, I know, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, he's typing uh something in under this. Uh I am uh currently playing uh Shadowverse Champion Battle, which uh as Alex has reminded me, uh I am currently under embargo. Yes. So don't yeah, don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. I knew before I knew going in I wasn't going to talk about much. Just hear the clickety
0: clack of my keys. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I was like, yeah, ooh, for, he's
1: writing. <laughs> yeah don't worry don't worry i won't be talking about the game itself i'll be talking about the card game which i'm allowed to do because the card game shadowverse has been out for quite a while on uh, mobile phones so yeah so yeah shadowverse is a uh mobile card game and it recently had a uh switch release of like its own little spin-off thing to teach kids how to play essentially and uh yeah, that's what I'm reviewing. So I I learned how to play Shadowverse over, these, uh, over this past fortnight. And uh, before I went into it, I asked a bunch of friends of mine who are more into, you know, like Japanese things. And just just to see if they knew what Shadowverse was like. And they're like, yeah, they come back to me and it's like, oh, it's just Hearthstone, but with anime. It's like, ah, oh, okay, so maybe they're just being a bit hyperbolic. I play it and I'm like, okay, no, this is literally just hearthstone but with anime there is like barely any difference like at all (laughs) so uh yeah which like again is similar to magic yeah i i tried to uh i yeah i i tried to make a joy play video out of it but like i ran into a whole bunch of technical issues afterwards trying to edit it and it became a mess so i couldn't like show that off but like yeah, during that recording I'm just like, "Oh, okay. So this means this card has rush. This card has taunt. This card has death rattle." <laughs> it's like it's 1 to 1 almost the exact same. The only difference is Shadow Verse has a 40-card deck uh and you can only have 5 cards on the field instead of 7. And there's like an evolve mechanic. Oh yeah, and the evolve mechanic as well. But like other than that, it's exactly the same. But, like, I will say, though, if you've never played either Shadowverse or Hearthstone before, I'd say play Shadowverse instead, because it'll be a way easier game in the long run for you to learn. And cheaper. And and cheaper, too, probably. Coming from two
2: people that paid to play Hearthstone.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Although, from the sounds of it, Shadowverse seems like it has less longevity.
1: Well, no let's... they keep updating it pretty consistently yeah, yeah what I they, they they okay. update the mobile game but like, like I haven't tried the mobile game yet I'm only going by my experience with the uh, the console version which is like by definition going to have less stuff because they're going to be you know maintaining the main game not the side game so out of curiosity yeah. can you
2: do battles with people on the mobile or
1: I believe Oh, from uh going from the mobile game to the Switch game, I don't think so. Okay. Not a hundred percent sure. Cause yeah, I think the uh yeah, I think the Switch game has like a smaller card pool than the base game okay so yeah that, that was something i was curious about if like the switch version would have cross compatibility with the mobile that version. that actually would be a pretty cool thing to have but that yes. also means that they'd have to maintain two games constantly oh yeah and it's a lot harder to update things on consoles than on mobile yeah so yeah uh <laughs> make sure you keep your eyes out for the uh review of that coming out probably at, like the 10th of august wasn't it the embargo ends um uh, something about that. Hmm. So yeah, can't really talk about it for like another month. So, yay fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah it's like other things I've been playing uh still working on, you know, my uh new game plus of Persona 5 Royal. I said I would finish it, but I didn't because I spent most of Fortnite playing Shadowverse and getting that review out. Not good so, enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nearly there. I'm like an hour or two to the end of the game. Ah, uh, so you're uh, so basically last last stretch. Yeah, everyone's max level at the moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, so yeah,
1: heading so, yeah. to that final That's boss it. battle. Yeah, just then you uh, have about
2: three hours of story content.
1: <laughs> just, yeah, just boy that the new dungeon just goes on. Oh my god, it does. It, <laughs> it goes on for so long it's crazy oh my lord but yeah other than that yeah like still having fun i've nearly like 100% like the entirety of royal i only have like the dumb side trophies i need to do to like platinum it so like you know hit a home run at the batting cage uh buy uh buy a secret menu item at the maid cafe you know those dumb things that no one else does
2: i was able to like 100%
1: like trophy wise in one playthrough yeah, it, 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 it's kind of crazy how much easier, like, Royal is to 100% than any other Persona game well, in the yeah. franchise. P5 is really difficult,
2: like, random trophies.
3: Like, was I think it's, yeah. like,
2: get three home runs.
1: This is, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, defeat the twins, which is kind of crazy if you, you know, you know, don't know the complete ins and outs of the, uh... Persona fusion mechanic. Yep. <laughs> just just get your uh your Shitsune, bro. <laughs> but yeah. Uh the last thing I have been playing though is uh been on the stream, which is uh more of my uh modded XCOM 2 playthrough, which is uh which is fun, but boy does that uh I, I may have been a bit overzealous with the amount of <laughs> mods that I put into it. <laughs> <laughs> and and the
2: uh upper difficulty level is um oh yeah oh yeah back now
1: mm-hmm. oh boy yeah i'm not even like halfway through the game's like difficulty scaling thing and like every mission is like bring your best or you will die it's like okay okay yeah
3: <laughs>
1: so uh yeah things are things are getting a bit hairy so uh yeah if you want to check that out go to uh, twitch.tv slash jacksic 15 okay maybe you'll uh get a chance to become one of my soldiers in the playthrough like me yeah <laughs> but yeah nathan you you saw how bad those load times are yeah you play <laughs> mario kart
2: tour in between
1: the yeah, load times i i play an entire race of uh mario kart tour in between each uh each uh load screen it's it's pretty
0: bad that is brutal.
1: Well, that's what happens when you have nearly 700 mods installed in the damn thing.
0: That number goes up every time we talk about this. Yes. Because I can't help myself. It keeps adding more. Well, just like Nathan, where he can't, like, once he's talking about Dungeons & Dragons, we can't st- he can't stop. And I think that's the same with you and XCOM, Jake. Yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to go straight (laughs) on to the news, Um, but first off, just a a little heads up. So we do have a Patreon. If you'd like to support us for simply just $1 per month, you can get this podcast two days early. Um, It all goes towards supporting the website, paying our writers and keeping everything running. And if we reach that $100 per month goal, we'll make this fortnightly podcast a weekly podcast. And that'll just be a lot lot of fun and a lot to do and a lot more content to go out as well, which would be awesome. Uh, but moving on, like I said, there's a whole ton of news, and we'll get stuck into it with the big one, the juicy one: uh, Nintendo Switch OLED model announced. So, not yet. <laughs> uh, oh, just come on, <laughs> come on. So just to go, just to go over. So, um, if you, if whoever's listening, if you haven't um been updated with the Switch OLED or the SwOLED is what I'm calling it, um, it has a seven inch OLED screen. So it's exactly the same size as a regular switch. It just has a a smaller bezel around the outside. It has a wide adjustable stand with multiple angles. So if you picture like the Surface Pro, um, if you're familiar with that, uh, wired LAN support in the new dock, which I guess is cool. Don't have to use the adapter. 64 gig internal storage, which yay, half sarcastic. Um, Enhanced audio and but there's no performance upgrade whatsoever. So it is just the Switch with the bigger screen and all that other stuff. Did you really okay, just go. call it the Swole-Led? I called it the Swole-Led, and apparently other people are calling it as well. It is the Swole-Led.
1: Every time I see someone refer to it to as the Swole-Led, I just read it as Swalled. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so i say it
1: out loud. I think
2: this should just replace the base model. It shouldn't be a separate that. thing, it should just be replacing the base model, that is it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a slight improvement to the base model, so there is no reason to get the base
0: model anymore. Hmm. Which is the, which is the interesting thing, because Nintendo weren't... Nintendo was selling the Switch at a profit at launch. Yes. So which
2: isn't normal the case for most gaming consoles like
0: the playstation yeah exactly so switches have now become you know what with technology advancements and all that kind of stuff this the switch is now is uh cheaper to manufacture so the switch oled or the swoled um is should be around that same price so then they could still sell it at a profit
2: yes and yeah i just feel like it should be a replacement of the base model, and that's yeah.
0: it. I get that. I definitely get that. Um, and it's, this is I, this
2: is a model that doesn't do anything for people who play just docked,
0: like like Jake. me. Yes, I yes. hate this thing. <laughs> so, so that's that's the big thing. If you don't have a, if you if you primarily play docked, this isn't for you. This product is not for you. It was funny. Even a Nintendo representative even said that that it's just not for you. So the only thing that this will do if you play uh, in docked mode is you get wired land support and without bigger internal storage. Up. And yeah, and the internal storage that is correct, which is so, like, doubled. Per- personally, I,
1: I personally I don't think this is even like a better version of the Switch because like with the extra like with the extra wide screen and the uh, you know better audio quality uh, but with no like upgrades at all that means it's going to burn through the battery faster than the original switch well, the, really, o- I like the only only up- yeah the only real upgrade in this thing is like the slightly bigger internal storage and the uh, Lancer pot in the dock. And yeah. the stand the stand Oh my god Oh yeah and the stand, is, stand Oh my god The bit of plastic Oh that was worth the $400 And it spent. Oh my god It's like I,
0: 520 here I hate this thing so, I legit hate this thing So OLED screens use less power So it would actually <laughs> but, chew up less battery Because Okay so Okay I, I did not know that That shut <laughs> me up <laughs> So it it actually has, I believe, four to nine hours battery life. I yeah. believe it was. So it increases it's, battery, yeah. uh, battery life on it too. All right, I still don't like it. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I've I've pre ordered it because of course I have. Um, but I had the base model, so the very first Switch from launch, which is starting to show its age. Um, if you're aware, there was a a couple years ago, there was a New revision that came out that had better battery life and sl- like it, it was just a bit more sturdier. I thought so, it had like
2: a newer like um
0: I don't know, I can't remember. I thought it had a I newer want... like uh, processor or something. Not yeah. that I know of. I could be wrong. Yeah, but um, I I couldn't say. Uh, I mean, I've played both. The reg like the base model because that one's mine, and uh, I've played a newer model as well. And to me, they seem the same. I don't know if, but that's just from my experience. But and the enhanced audio thing, I imagine would be a big deal for someone if you exclusively play in handheld mode because the audio's not that great in handheld mode. It's still something to be a bit salty about, I guess. But I don't know. I'll buy it because it's me and of course I'll buy it. I'm just one of one of those people that everyone hates. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I'll have my shiny new Switch OLED or SwoLED. I like the um the controllers like they're a nice color. The white. Yeah. Mm. The white does look good. It looks fancy. Like it looks it it works well with that new dock. Like and it's just I don't understand why they made the dock ever so slightly different. Yeah. Like But how much how long is it going to take for it to drift? I I've had Splatoon Joy-Cons for about 2 years and they haven't drifted. And how often do you use them though? All the time. Okay. Like exclusively those ones. That being said, I literally just bought new Joy-Cons yesterday. Cause I got the Skyward Sword ones. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. They are. They are very pretty. Uh, but yeah, the those ones worked fine. My original ones did drift. The my yeah. my neon ones. So
1: get yourself get yourself a Q tip, dip it in a bit of uh, like uh, rubbing alcohol, and just wipe under the uh, yeah where that, the stick is. That's mm. that's how is that it from that it YouTube it? video? It, it's. <laughs> The I I haven't seen a YouTube video of it, but like the drift is caused by dust particles getting into like the mechanisms of the control stick. Mm, I have heard that it is a, it is a very easy it is a very easy fix, and I have no idea why people are still like complaining. It's like yeah, I have to send this over. I don't have enough money for a Q tip and rubbing alcohol. There was a um, YouTube
2: video that's recently come out that's like how to permanently fix it, basically. Mm. I haven't watched it properly yet, but yeah, apparently that's a new thing.
0: Yeah, and the the thing that's frustrating is like it is such a big fix. It it is such an easy fix, but l- if you open up your Joy-Con, that immediately voids the warranty. So then, if you if you screw it up, Nintendo won't fix it because it'll be
2: also they're really expensive. They shouldn't be drifting in the first place. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah well- <laughs> exactly exactly i mean that should be that that unfortunately is not the world we live in yeah so here we are um but but yeah i'm i'm all for the switch oled but yeah i am a bit i don't know like i'm
2: saying sell- the problem is people were expecting were- super switch or exactly switch pro to come out and then the backlash because that wasn't announced is more because of that. Exactly. Apart from also, you know, it being functionally not much better.
0: Yeah. But the frustrating thing is, Nintendo never said that. Nintendo never said they were doing a Switch Pro. They actually said multiple times that they weren't going to do that. And then leaks came out saying that it was, but then Nintendo didn't, and then Nintendo announced the thing that they were actually doing, but then people got annoyed because the thing that they said that they weren't doing didn't get announced
1: true but there's also like you also gotta you know factor in the fact that the switch like even on launch was way less powerful than everything else on the uh in the market yeah and is only aging worse when everything else is getting better at this point Mm. we need a better performing switch the fact that we didn't get one regardless of all this is still incredibly
0: annoying yeah and it's it's Now
1: speaking of a better performing
0: switch, <laughs> I was going I was going to say it's showing its age, uh, but yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that segue. Um so it was literally I think it was an hour before uh, pre-orders went live in America for the Swoled that Valve announces the Steam Deck, which is yeah. a whole new thing, <laughs> and it was literally around the same time as well where um Elgato announced the Stream Deck. And that was funny. <laughs>
1: Uh <laughs> as someone who is using a Stream Deck right now, this totally isn't confusing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not and, at every all. Every time I see Steam
2: Deck, I'm like, wait, Stream Deck? Oh, nope <laughs> no. it's Steam Deck. <laughs> uh
0: but yeah. yes, this is a this is a brand new console well, portable console. Akin but not not too much like the Switch. So this uh so in a nutshell, it is a handheld device similar to the Switch, but you can play your entire Steam library on it from, Plus from the get-go. More. Plus more, exactly, because I think you can put Windows on it and then access Game Pass, Epic Games, uh, GOG, or like... Every everything you can get, pretty much itch, itchio, uh, those ones. So yeah, there's a lot you can do on this thing. Um, the modded XCOM two, modded XCOM two. Yeah. Jake, you can play that in bed. I sure can. <laughs> I
2: just remember when you like posted the uh, the steam deck, You're like,
1: I can play XCOM two on the go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dreams have been realized. Uh, so th- so this one will there'll be three different models there's a 64 gig going at uh, 399 us dollars 256 gig at 529 us dollars and 512 gig at 649 us dollars which once you put that into australian dollars it's a lot isn't cheap it's not no. it's it's enough it's it's yeah a lot of money now the
2: question is does it also have expandable uh,
0: memory yes uh, micro sd card okay. so Exactly the same as the switch yeah. in that regard. However, the 64 gig uses an EMMC storage. So, whereas the 256 and 512 use an SSD, and that will be faster for load times. And that makes sense why it's such a big jump as well. Yeah, exactly. So, 256 and 512 are the ones that you would ideally want to get. I'd probably get the 256 because you can just expand it after that because I don't want to pay an extra. $120 for the 512.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think anyone is going to get the 64 gig uh, uh no. model because since this is mainly made to play Switch, uh, Switch games, uh <laughs> Steam games <laughs> on the go, a lot of games on Steam are over 64 yeah.
0: gigs. You yeah. can't even play a single game on it. Exactly, exactly. I think uneducated, and I say that in the nicest way possible, uh, uneducated, people will go for the 64 gig and then get it home download a game and realize the mistake that they've made Mm. and that's going to be that's going to be a tricky one there will be
2: parents or grandparents trying to buy it for you know their kids yeah
0: oh exactly exactly i can see that happening a lot um it has an amd zen 2 plus rdna 2 graphics card which means nothing to me but uh 720p screen, so it has so apparently they demoed when Press checked it out, they had demos for like Jedi Fallen Order and a couple of other bigger games like that, and it ran seamlessly. Well it ran seamlessly at 30 frames per second. But it, it runs well with the base settings, which I guess is something you have to expect for something like this. Which I'm honestly surprised it's not more than 720p, but I guess that's to do with battery life. Mm. Anything more would kind of drain that a lot, and I think it's got between like a two to six hour battery life. So nothing. Now too- the question
2: is, how much of the PC crowd are going to deal with 720p and 30 frames per second?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they are
0: stifflers for that. Mm. But but <clears throat> I mean, you're going into it, friend. <laughs> you're going into it knowing what you're getting with this thing. It is yeah. It is a handheld portable system. But I I know what you mean, that like those pu- the purists who yes, really like their, you know, crazy graphics, they might not be too happy with this. Um you can um, this handheld isn't in 4K 120fps. <laughs> 120 <laughs> 120 <laughs>
1: <laughs> Worthless. Ugh.
0: Exactly um so yeah and it has the trackpads on the side so if you are familiar with the steam controller which i know got eh, mixed receptions but apparently some people it, swear by it it was not good <laughs> yeah <laughs> apparently it's quite comfortable like the actual steam deck itself from people from press who have played it and have used it like to me it just looks terrible with the button and joystick placements being so high up as well. Yeah. yeah. That does
1: that does look weird, but that's kinda how I hold my handheld consoles
0: anyway, so. Well that's it. that's it. And like with the I, I noticed with the switch with the right analog stick, I can't play twin stick shooters or anything like that, or first person shooters. It's too low. Oh so, yeah, that that is way too oh, yes. low. Yeah. That
2: is But that's designed that way because you know you can hold on the side.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So i can see i can see the benefits of it, of that but yeah i'm just super not used to having them so high up i think that's going to be yeah. difficult um there will be a dock as well sold separately but it does work with third-party docks as well so um, i mean you, i think you can get them for like 30 50 bucks in docks and whatnot um this so the steam deck is only available in the us and uk in december so next year for everyone else and for us here in australia Makes, makes sense yeah, yeah i i, uh, I tried Steam
1: to... has had uh, a lot of issues with australia in general yeah, yeah. I, I tried to pre-order one and uh it straight up said yeah it's not available in your country it's like
0: why <laughs>
1: uh, this is what i wanted the
0: switch oled to be yeah it's it's gonna be i don't know how well this thing's gonna do but like apparently a lot of people seem to be into it so, I'm just curious about how it's going to affect the Switch market, if at all.
1: Mm, I don't think it will. I think it will more, you get your PC market. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo's whole thing is really just been, you know, just off to the side doing its own thing and mm. still doing fine. So, yeah, I don't Except think this will affect
0: U. it at all. Yeah, like having their first party games is a big part of their strategy. hmm yeah So that marry up the hardware With the software But it's It's interesting To say the least I think it will Hurt A little bit Like Sales wise Because then people might be oh, like yeah, Oh with... I want to get Yeah like people might want to be like Oh I want to play Bioshock Or in mm. Borderlands or something like that On the go Oh Steam Deck does it better Also you have access to games That you've already purchased that's a big thing as well you don't have to purchase all new games if you're buying it new yeah that's a huge thing so like if you've been playing on pc on steam for years and years and years and all those games that you bought that you didn't really like you know in sales for a a dollar or two Mm -hmm. you know now they're all readily available on this new handheld
1: yeah that that really is like the best thing about buying this thing is like Mm. You know, a lot of people uh, tend to get burned when buying a uh, console day one because it's like, oh, I only have like access to one or two games, and they're kind of eh. But with this, it's like you have your entire uh, Steam library that you've been building up for the past decade just right there.
3: Mm.
0: Exactly, and so hey, you can play Yakuza in bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. um so yeah and i I think that's what nintendo has to learn but i don't think they ever will learn it is that you know you can like having having purchases tied to an account and not to a console i think that's an important thing but the slow rollout of games on the switch Mm -hmm. you know and especially in terms of like virtual console and um, you know, like having content. to rebuy every virtual console that you've purchased from the Wii over to the Wii U. Yeah, was it like an extra dollar you had to pay?
2: I think it was like one to two dollars or something. It's like yeah. you bought I've already paid for this. Why do I have to pay for it again? Yeah. I didn't even know
1: that. That's awful. Yes.
2: yes.
0: Yeah, if you bought it on the Wii, if you want to bring it over to the Wii U, you had to pay an extra dollar. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Nintendo is so backwards with that. But there's a reason why they're, you know, why they such a multi-billion dollar company. Nostalgia. So they're not, yeah, <laughs> they're not overly consumer friendly in a lot of ways. The, the small led. Especially
2: since, like, um, Iwata
0: has passed. Yeah, but, I mean, Iwata was part of that generation. He was that generation, the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah,
2: but he also like he was a lot. Uh, it's been. It feels like it's been a lot less consumer friendly
0: mm. lately. Yeah, I mean the Switch Online is good for it, How little it costs, but yeah, it hasn't improved the exactly performance of it though. Like considering how robust the Wii Virtual Console was, and now you got the Wii U oh now you got the switch sorry and like where's my nintendo 64 where's my game boy Where's my game boy Advance? all that kind of stuff and it's there's no reason yeah. why that shouldn't be on there it's yeah
2: like the true console is functionally dead at this
0: point
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's interesting what do you like You don't think about these... Well, I don't normally think about these kind of things until something like this gets announced, like Valve, like with the Steam Deck, and you look at Game Pass and all that kind of stuff. And then when you really put it into perspective... Ah, Nintendo... Yeah, Yeah, Nintendo kind of sucks, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I think we need to rebrand this podcast. (laughs) Finally? No. (laughs) Moving on from that, though. name change. Yeah, well, I mean, before I move on from that, does anyone have any last-minute things they want to talk about with the Steam no, Deck or the Swirllet or anything?
1: I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I've, you know, vented more than enough <laughs> on both.
2: It's the one thing I will say, it is good because it's going to add more competition to the handheld market, which might actually get Nintendo to do something.
0: Uh, you know Nintendo doesn't care about what other people do.
2: But if it eats into their uh, market-like sales...
3: Hmm. But well, everyone cause... will
2: buy the Mario though. Yes. That's the thing. It'll Nintendo's be fine. had such a stranglehold on the like handheld market that they could just get away with whatever. Yeah. But if this actually provides competition, it could actually like, you know, go somewhere. But everyone yeah. will buy the Mario, therefore. They I know. Don't care. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I know. Why can't I play Mario on my Steam Deck? Why can't I buy Mario Anniversary anymore? Why can't I buy the Mario Anniversary on my Stream Deck? These are the questions you have to you ask. You said
1: stream deck. I know what I said. Hey, you you might be able to. <laughs> I, I, I like if that thing can boot up Windows, it can boot up emulators. Ne-
0: exactly. If you said
2: stream
1: deck. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a joke.
0: Um, moving on to the next one. Uh, Nathan, you added this one. Do you want to take this?
2: Yes. Uh, so the bravely well, bravely default, bravely second, bravely series has totaled three million in sales. And has announced a new mobile game called uh, Bravely Default Brilliant Lights. I was disappointed because I thought it was a a DLC for Bravely Second. I was like, ooh, ooh, new Bravely Default game. Then I thought it was a mobile game. Like,
3: oh.
0: (laughs) I haven't actually looked at the, um, the mobile game. I'm not, like, I'm not huge against mobile gaming by any means. Like I just, it's just not my go-to, and how I play games. But if it's a if it's a good game from a series I like, I'll I'll mm. check it out. I'm just surprised that it's only three million in total sales across three games. Yeah. And being on the 3ds for the first two, and then the Switch for the
2: yeah, but I don't think they sold that well on the first one yeah
1: yeah Bra- yeah bravely default and yeah god i i hate the naming convention of this franchise because there's bravely default yeah. 2 and bravely second which which one uh-huh. was the other one that was on the 3ds second.
2: second
1: second right yeah both of them didn't really sell well yeah well bravely default 2 is at least you know doing better so
2: apparently bravely default mm. sold 1 million copies the first one. So I don't think Bravely Second sold well. That doesn't surprise me. No, that one was... Yeah. Uh, so it looks like uh, Bravely Second was around 700,000 copies.
1: It's not... Yeah, it's not... Terrible. A,
0: but yeah, like yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not great either. No, it's... Yeah, it's definitely not great. So, I mean, that means Bravely Default 2 is at 1.3 million somewhere around that yeah look. quick math i mean that's that's like
2: roughly what it should be but yeah I'm having i a mean look if it, they've actually announced sales yet
0: i mean i get i guess for a lot of like these kind of games as well if it's if it's not first party nintendo for anything on the switch that sells over a million copies it's actually that's a, that's a success impressive. and the bravely series isn't the most like it doesn't demand a lot of resources so yeah i think i'm still surprised that it's only at three million but all in all
1: yeah it it feels like it should have sold more
2: it does Mm. but i don't i didn't think it would sell too much and it's only been out since
0: march that's true what's that four months uh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, the if you put into that perspective, that's one point three million in four months for a non Nintendo game. Okay. Yeah, like a non Nintendo game, but it's
1: still Square Enix. Just still. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Square Enix RPG, so it should still do all right.
3: Mm, true. Yeah,
1: but I think it's more
2: people want the newer, flashier-looking ones than the old, like ones. Yeah. Also, like, the like, I do really like the art style, but, like, the in-game models are very interesting. Mm. And it's, it is something i would turn off people. It's like, you know, they have a really awkward, like, art style model, but mm. the actual art style is really impressive.
0: Yeah, I did like, find... If you look
2: at, like, the, the drawings mm. that they've done of the characters, it's, like... Oh, so I think it's done by the same person who did the Octopuff art.
0: Yeah, although, like for the most part, when I was playing the game, and I was in like the wild areas, it just it didn't look good. No. Yeah, but, the game's visual quality is kind of all over the place. Yeah. That being said, with that, with that as well, I got, I, I still haven't progressed from Adam, from that boss fight to for that is a challenging boss fight yeah i've i've given up and looked up a, a walkthrough like a guide on how to beat him and i'm just gonna go with that and you know see the way i beat him is i had um
2: this is what i learned from bravery second it was um one like double shield tank mm. like basically sits there and absorbs all the damage and then you've got like a healer that keeps everyone alive and two dps yeah 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 you know, the uh, holy trinity is the
0: holy trinity for a reason <laughs> this is why i need you guys to help me with these kinds of things because yeah. <laughs> me personally though i just got bored and stopped yeah I, I i've stopped for like a month and i only got went back to it last night to remember where i was up to i was like oh oh yeah now i remember why i stopped this is where it was <laughs> yeah but i i want to finish it because i finished the other two well yeah i kind of finished the first one but that's another story um but yeah, uh cool. I hope it sells more than that in the future. But moving on. it uh, should do. Hmm? It should do. Yeah, I think it will. I think I think it still warrants. <laughs> Bravey default two seconds. It's gonna happen. No, we need a Bravey third. Uh, it just gets confusing. Bring bring back a ring Bell and Adia. I'd I'd be okay with that. I like yeah. I liked ring Bell. Did you notice the thing about his name? Yeah, I did. No, yeah, without saying spoilers. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I I, I thought that was really cool. And then ideally, ideally. Yeah. Spoilers, man.
2: You gotta be careful. How's that a spoiler? Gotta be the careful. Names ideally?
0: <laughs> uh, no the more Lover's heroes. name puns were
1: pretty bad.
0: <laughs> no more heroes three, collectors and deluxe editions restocked. So, um, Nathan, you've read a little bit on this. Pix and Love will be restocking the Collector Edition and the Deluxe Edition, which is signed by Suda51 himself, and and it sold out in minutes last time. Uh, So that looks to go up July 21st at 4 o'clock UK time, which, uh, for our patrons, this will be good for...
2: But I th- I thought it was something of like interest, like the fact that he signed it himself. As yeah, well. that's
0: that's a big thing. Oh yeah, that comes out next month, doesn't it? New Three. Yeah, I'm actually really, I'm really, key, I'm really keen for this. Um, because I played one and two last year when they when they came to Switch. They're good games. They're weird. They're very uh unique in a lot of Congratulations. ways. Congratulations, that's a Suda Fifty One game. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, ex- exactly, but, like, I I had never played a Suda51 game prior to that, so as soon as I went into it, I'm like, what is happening? But A lot and... of his games are like that. What else has he made? Uh, sorry, uh,
1: Lollipop Chainsaw. Um, Sure. Uh, God, what that was... game
2: was so weird. Oh, what,
1: what was that game with, uh... like, something Darkness, I can't remember. But oh, like... The Darkness? No, not The Darkness, <laughs> it was something else. Um... No 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 Shadows of the Damned is Shadows of the Damned he he made that where where like he plays uh this uh Hispanic guy with like a gun that also transforms into a talking skull that uh enlarges and is called the big boner and it's
2: like uh <laughs> wait didn't like um, Pop
1: Chainsaw also have like a severed head on her like waist yeah her boyfriend's severed head that was still somehow alive I'm I'm getting a theme
0: here. Well, oh, Suda. Yeah, yeah. The guy's crazy. <laughs> that being said, like when you when you read old like old tales and old fairy tales and like books and all that kind of stuff, if you're a nerd like I am, um, a lot of those stories are kind of like that. So maybe he's just, maybe he was born in the wrong era. No, he's just weird. No, he's just crazy. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, you've seen him on stage.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I remember the Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch presentation, like two months before it came out, and he just went completely off script. Mm. The tra- the poor translator. I still feel bad that about poor that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just picture him like flicking through the through the papers and like, where? What page am I on? <laughs> uh I'll never forget that. That was so funny. Uh, Jake, do you want to take this next one? I thought this one would be good for you.
1: Alright, time to add my expertise into this. Mm-hmm. Seven Persona games are being teased by Atlus for its 25th anniversary. Okay. See, the link is very confusing. Yeah, the the link is the, very confusing. The, the got, link yeah,
2: gonna... says Persona 7 announcements.
1: Yes. Yeah, I was yeah, like, hold up, did they just miss Persona 6? Oh, uh, the, <laughs> the slug. Yeah, they've, they've, they've screwed yeah. up. But uh, yeah, a whole bunch of uh, different uh, announcements have been teased uh, by Atlas for Persona, and uh, judging by some of the uh, merchandise uh, things that they're also selling, one of those announcements is most definitely Persona Six. Yes, that's pretty which cool. I cannot wait for. But um. And yeah. maybe a remake of one and two. I don't know about that, but I have been hearing a lot of. Uh, a lot of possible confirmations of a re-release of Persona 4 Ultimax which I am excited for because that game is amazing.
0: Now just to That's re- the that's the fighting game by the way. Just a query is it seven new game announcements or seven announcements?
1: Uh it is I believe actually uh god I posted this on my discord since a lot of people watch me
0: for persona stuff but i think it is seven game announcements wow that's that's yeah. impressive then i thought like yeah. you know you know when like you got seven announcements and four of them are like merchandise
2: mm. I was like, mm. so the full reference uh persona ultimax is done by Arxis system was it yes
1: yeah the same people did dragon ball fighters z that's pretty cool yeah, yeah, it's it, the the fighting game is really good, and uh, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to play it. I, I I played a lot of the uh the first one, which is Persona Four Arena, but I didn't really get to play Ultimax that much. So if if that's true, I cannot wait to like finally get a chance to pick this up. <laughs>
2: so,
3: and yeah, and that. um,
1: for for warning, it has spoilers in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> If you haven't played Persona 4 or Persona 4 Golden, do not look at Persona 4 Ultimax because one of the playable characters is the culprit. I see. Don't. It's a murder mystery game? Yeah, Persona 4 is a murder mystery game. One of the playable uh, playable characters in this fighting game is the
0: culprit of the murder mystery.
1: Don't look at it.
0: So you reckon Persona Six will be announced, and um, there's Persona Four Ultimax, Persona Four Ultimax, and then a Persona One and Two remastered. Maybe, potentially. I hope so. I hope so because they actually the... acknowledge it exists. So yeah, because
1: <laughs> Persona One and Two are so incredibly different from three. Uh, yeah, from three to five, they like need to be replayed so you know people can actually get more context as to. Hmm. you know, the growth of this franchise.
0: Yeah, uh, because it seems like such an established franchise, I just have no idea where to start with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, no one knows anything, like, anyone, like, okay, I'm stumbling on, like, five different sentences at once. So, a lot of people that played Personas 3, 4, and 5, specifically a lot of people that got into the franchise from 5, have never even seen personas one and two before to yep. the point where merchant uh, yeah where they were showing off merchandise of all the protagonists of uh, all the games so the protagonists of persona one persona two uh innocence uh yeah innocent sin and persona two eternal punishment and they thought there were leaks for the uh characters for persona six so it's like guys uh-huh. guys please. <laughs>
3: i don't
1: want to feel this old just read yes i know one of those games didn't come out in the west but please
3: come (laughs) on
1: but yeah but yeah like the the main reason why i believe persona 6 is going to be announced is like one of the merchandise announcements is you know like uh like acrylic standees of all of the main characters, then they showed off like a hidden one. It's like, oh, what could it be? Okay, that's most likely the protagonist reveal
0: for six. Yeah. Hmm. So I haven't played a single persona game. I I've only ever played Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE. Sharp F. E. Yeah. Right. Which is very similar is, but not in a lot of ways. Yeah, which is basically Persona Fire Emblem. Yeah, Thoughts yeah. Gone with Tensei Fire Emblem. Which I did not It took me a while to get into, uh, Turkey Mirage sessions, but I did enjoy it in the end. And towards the, mm. towards the end, the end, I really enjoyed it. Um, so I just it also has
2: really good music.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've heard that about Persona. So I don't have
2: a pe- oh no, like SMT, um, Turkey Mirage sessions.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that definitely did have good music as well. Um, so I don't. I don't have my PS4 at the moment, so would and then I just looked on Steam and it's only got Persona Four Golden and Persona Five Strikers. Now, no, Persona Five Strikers yes. is the fighting it's the, the Muso, yeah, the yeah. Musou sequel. It
1: is a direct sequel, so yeah, don't yes. start off with that one. Now,
2: if you're wondering where to start, Persona like they're they're not yeah.
1: connected. Like they'll yeah, they will have they're hints standalone. Yeah, they're they're all standalone. They they will have like occasional hints at like things that happened in other games if you look. Like at T like in Persona five, occasionally on some days they'll be like interviewing like one of the characters from Persona three that, like, in the future they got famous and became a Sentai Ranger actor in something. But like yeah, but or other than that... Or you'll see a, uh, a
2: music poster off on the characters from Persona 4.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, pretty much other than that, if you want to get in, uh, into Persona, just jump in pretty much wherever. Any of the, like, mainline titles. Want to go for Persona 3? Go Persona 3. Persona 4? Go Persona 4. Yeah, what... A, what? Go Golden or royal. What does
0: Golden or Royal mean?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, they're, uh... Yeah, they're... they're...
0: They're basically okay. the... Um, Updated like the versions editions. of the original
1: game with more stuff.
0: Oh, yes. okay. They're, they're functionally your complete editions. Yeah, yeah. The, def- the definitive editions, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I shall do that in three years when I get time. Um, <laughs> or when uh, you get a Steam Deck. Or when I get a... Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Because I don't like playing RPGs on a on a non-handheld, on like a dedicated console or PC yeah that's understandable because like yeah for obvious reasons so I think I would start playing these games once I get a Steam Deck well there you go now you have a reason
2: to get it I was going to get it anyways I mean the Persona 4 Golden was
1: on the Vita yeah like that's like that's how I got one of my uh, one of my friends into the Persona franchise because he hates playing RPGs like sitting down at a console on the TV as well Mm. but he had a Vita so I'm like Get Golden.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He got it. He played it. It's his favorite RPG of all time. Amazing. I'll get into him eventually. Um, Nathan, do you want to tackle this next one? Yes, I can.
2: Uh, So the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl was announced. It's a Smash Bros-style fighting game with Nickelodeon characters, which also includes rollback netcode.
0: Yet Smash Bros. doesn't. So I've been seeing a lot of talk about this and the fact that it actually looks really good.
1: Yeah, it's made by the uh, the devs that made Slap City, which is another smash clone style fighting game that actually did pretty well. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. Well, that's good. Yeah. And also the fact that they uh, brought back the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> you get to play mm. as Nigel Thornberry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when I sort of like, oh my god, Nigel like, Thornberry <laughs> Like, in a game like this You'd expect them to only pick, you know Like, the main characters or like maybe The Ninja the Turtles, Spongebob <laughs> Yeah, but Nigel Thornberry uh, I was expecting, you know, the Obli- characters From yeah, the Oblina racing from, game Yeah, Oblina from our Real Monsters Yeah, I not, know Not Ikus, or, uh, what was the other one? The guy who oh, the holds the eyeballs Yeah, what is his name? It's been so long um, uh, my my brain wants to say oh, flick, but name? that's wrong. No, I I'm going to look it up. Yeah, you, you I, I can't think of. I can't think about it. But uh, yeah, there's there's also been like a whole bunch of characters that like aren't announced. Crumb, Crumb. yeah, Crumb, yeah, yeah. There, there's also been like a whole bunch of other characters that haven't been announced, but like have been leaked because they're silhouettes from the uh the box art. So there's also cat dog. There's Ang. There's Cora. Um. Oh, who else was there? I think April O'Neil as well. I assume from the new Ninja Turtles. Yeah, from the new Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. But yeah, like, this actually looks really good. The fact that, uh, oh yeah, Ren and Stimpy are also on the cover art as well. Because I I, I was, yeah, I was just about to say they don't have Ren and Stimpy, but they have Powdered Toast Man. (laughs) Powdered (laughs) Toast Man! (laughs) I love Powdered Toast, man. He's the greatest character in that show. What other character on a Nickelodeon television show has saved the president from getting himself caught in his own zipper? <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. That would hurt. He's the greatest hero America
0: deserves. <laughs> I'm so happy for you two. That's I'm, not happy really...
1: this, I'm happy this gets rollback netcode. There's this not really much is, I can like...
0: say about this personally.
1: <laughs>
2: Honestly, I didn't expect this to have like rollback netcode. Like I thought it'd be, you know, another yeah, know, you know, cash right? grab kind of thing that like Nickelodeon's been doing but like ever since the second kart racing game, it's kind of been having a lot more love and attention put to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like, that being said, I can totally see this game, you know, doing the same thing that like the other Nickelodeon cash grab games have been doing and, you know, not having the voice actors actually do voice acting for them yeah yeah so it's gonna feel kind of life lesson yeah
2: are we going to get jimmy neutron and timmy
1: turner Mm. yeah not not having anyone speak will make just just feel yeah yeah that was yeah that really is like my mate um yeah, my major gripe for, like, the other Nickelodeon games that came out in recent years. They just didn't bother spending the money on voice actors. Yeah,
2: which is unfortunate. Now, where's the uh, Cartoon Network, like, up their game? There's still
1: Cartoon Network I know they have made, I believe. I know yeah. they have, um, like, a Cartoon Network fighting game, but it did not do good. Yeah, I, I believe, like, the majority of the characters were, like, things like Steven Universe and... Adventure yeah. Time and stuff, and didn't have a lot of the uh, older stuff that people connect with Cartoon Network, so it didn't really do well. I mean, Cartoon Network has a lot of, like, you know, Ben 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben 10 was the third one that they did. It was, yeah, it was Steven Universe, uh, Adventure Time, and Ben 10. and like That's their big three. Maybe and regular one show. or two, like, older franchises, but that's about it. Their franchise is more suit like that fighting game as well. Mm. But yes. All Star Brawl looks really good. I'm I I shouldn't be this excited for like a tie in game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like like I said, I'm just happy for you guys.
2: Yeah, I know. Sure you are the whole time. (laughs) Sure you are. That's all I got. (laughs) Someone didn't watch a lot of Nickelodeon, obviously.
0: I didn't really like it all that much Someone just... didn't have a
1: childhood Yeah <laughs> Eh,
0: yeah, I hate anime That was more my thing um, also, like, I like Spongebob I like uh, Avatar And Legend of Korra And I recognise The toast guy from Brendan Stimpy
2: What about Rugrats? Did you not get Rugrats? I
0: hated Rugrats With a passion like, I understand Rugrats all grown up. That was garbage, but original <laughs> Rugrats.
1: Rugrats? the original The original,
0: really? yeah. I just did not like it. I, I don't... I'm not a fan of... Like, there's a certain... I don't, even, I don't even know how to put it. But there's a certain quality to some of, um, like, uh, American animation, like cartoon animation. That just rubs me the wrong way, and I don't, so you don't know like why. Don't like its art style. All right, got it. But it's not just that though. It's the it's the presentation of it all. I don't know. It's I don't know how to explain it. I really just don't know how to explain it. But like, you do like the
2: classically Cusco or is it? Yeah, yeah, class. That that like the Rugrat style was a
1: like very specific studio. Yeah, yeah. That uh, it, that it studio also moist. did R-Real Monsters as well. So yeah. like, I I I get that. <laughs> a lot of those designs <laughs> were. <ugh. laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, as a real little kid, I was terrified of using the toilet because of that show. Yeah, Aria <laughs> Monsters was... was... Yeah, because the monsters came out of the toilet in that show. Yeah, That's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, as, like, what, three, four-year-old, I thought, oh, my God, terrifying, scary monsters are going to come out of the toilet when I pee. Yeah. Which is, you know, around the uh, toilet training time. So, yeah, your parents. <laughs> yeah, they, uh... My parents did not like that show. Could you uh, could you tell?
0: <laughs> uh, did you did you guys have any final thoughts about this one before we move on?
1: I'm. I'm. Hopefully still, it goes well. Yeah. Hope hopefully it does well. And this is another one of those times where I get to get to say. Just every game that has any kind of online just get GGPo. It is literally free. Yes. Just implement rollback netcode please for the love of god especially for fighting games <laughs> and mario kart please mario kart
0: mm. uh
2: peer to peer is not good
0: no nah. yeah. so warframe is adding crossplay and cross save functionality cool yeah that's that's i i saw
2: this I was like that's actually quite an interesting thing to put in cuz like previously they didn't have cross save hmm so if you were, you know, put all your time into another like console, you're like, "Oh, don't really want to play on the Switch because, you know, I've put all my time into this." This might be a reason to get you onto the Switch if you want to play on the go kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And cuz it's a free to download, like free to start. Yeah. There's no real reason why you don't need to jump in now to the Switch version. And you can play
2: with people who play on other consoles now.
0: Yeah. Whereas bef- like if, if Warframe wasn't free, people would have probably skipped it and then be like, "Yeah, don't yep. worry about it. Or you could just get the Steam Deck. <laughs> and that does True. that too. Uh Ty the Tasmanian Tiger HD is getting a physical release double pack, but only for Switch. And that's pretty cool. Um I have never played the Ty Ty the Tasmanian Tiger games. I played the first one for a little bit.
3: It's yeah, I it's okay. I
0: a demo of it, like back in the
2: day, but that's about it. But the fact yeah. that it's only getting a physical release on the Switch was an interesting point. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's sold better
1: on the Switch. Yeah, oh, you also get a USB drive that is shaped like uh one of his boomerangs. That's actually kind of cool. Where was that?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is pretty cool.
1: So yeah, like Tyler Tasmanian Tiger is like it's an alright game, but mm-hmm. like there's not really a lot to talk about outside of like holy crap, there's a lot of Australian references in it. Yeah. When yeah, are we gonna get a croc remake? <laughs> that that I would buy. I'd buy that. Hell yeah, <laughs> a, a platformer in 2021 with tank controls. I love that.
0: <laughs> I'm just curious to try it because I 3D platformers are my bread and butter. Like that's what I like. So I feel like this is one that I should be playing. And like I I'm sure played. you'd like it. Yeah. Like I like Siren. Psychon- I'm liking Sirenot so far. And that's well, The fact you get a USB and the double pack, it
2: might give you a reason to buy it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's that USB. Yeah,
2: it's the USB. Come on,
0: That's the big one. Take it to work and be like, hey guys, look at the Boomerang USB. (laughs) Yeah, they'd love me. I think... I think the sequel might only be on Switch. And... According to this double pack, tie the Tasmanian Tiger 2. That's a mouthful. Um is a digital download. That, so it would be the only way to get the physical releases. Yeah. This. yeah. So I think that might be why it's only... That's a theory. I don't know whether it's on Xbox or PlayStation, but that's my theory anyways. I shall play it. I shall get back to you and tell you what I think. There we go. We'll, we'll, we'll eventually hear it on the podcast. There you go maybe not next fortnight but eventually like a year from now yeah three years remember yeah well that's for the steam deck because when we eventually get in australia it'll probably be what 2024 or something if you think about it you you know know, it's true with australian tax exactly um, former Nintendo of America and President Reggie it re- will be releasing a book in May... Well, a tentative date at the moment, May 22nd, to, uh, 2022. It talks about his struggles of his childhood and building his career from being a uh, son of immigrants coming to America, which is... I don't know. It's very interesting. It's kind of like the Awada Arse book as well, where he... Like, it, it just talks about, like, its history, business practices, and, you know, how you match. But I feel like this is more of, like, an autobiography. Yeah. You know? It's got to be, it would be a, definitely an interesting read. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, I'm not
1: a book person. Like, I, I usually read books, like, once every, like, five, six years. Because I'm too busy playing video <laughs> games. Sure, but, okay. like, th- th- this is definitely going to be a book I'm going to pick up. It's a coffee table piece. <laughs>
0: It is a coffee table piece yeah. And Whenever whenever someone says a coffee table piece I just think of Seinfeld With Kramer Have either of you, seen, have either of you watched Seinfeld?
1: Bits and my pieces My dad watches Seinfeld Your dad's cool
3: <laughs>
1: that, that should give you my opinion on Seinfeld <laughs> His dad's a bogan
0: It's still cool He watches Seinfeld But Nathan, have you watched Seinfeld? Bits and pieces, not much. Okay, Kramer has this idea that he makes a coffee table uh, book about coffee tables, and he the the book itself has legs that come out, and it's a coffee table. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> and like he has this idea in like season 2 or something and like season 5 it comes back and he's on he like publishes this book and it's on um he's on like talk shows and all this kind of stuff it's an, it's an ongoing joke it's hilarious okay um but anyways it's like the assistant to the co-host Exactly they're great jokes I'm hilarious so with with this one yeah humble humble <laughs> yeah with this i i don't know cuz I feel like it'd be a good book for people wanting to get into marketing, this book. and into- I think it'd just be business. a
2: really interesting read
1: to find out, like, his life as well. Yeah. Yeah, like, because, you know, people have gotten... A- yeah, people have gotten attached to Reggie. That's yeah. true. His body is
0: ready. <laughs> Although, I feel like Iwata... Because I haven't read Iwata Asks, um, but I do have the book... So I I reckon I'd read that because that's probably be a bit more interesting, because yeah. he's actually that what Iwata liked video games. Like, yeah, I'm not saying Reggie doesn't like video games. It's just like he Reggie didn't make video games. Yeah, Iwata did. Yeah. so he has that history.
1: Reggie went from like what like a higher
0: up at Pizza Hut to yeah Nintendo. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's just business, basically. Like um, again, he plays video games. Like he. It's it's not that you know, he just he's just a guy in a suit and nothing else. Yeah. But it, it's Reggie. Of course, like Reggie's awesome. But I feel like it'll be more autobiographical and more for uh more for marketing majors and all that kind of yeah.
2: stuff. The That's scary my...
0: thing is it comes out in
2: less than a year, which made me realise twenty twenty two is not that far away.
0: <laughs> it may yeah, as well we've...
1: Yeah, we are past the halfway point of this year. Went by
0: fast. Mm hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty scary. Mm hmm. Uh, moving on, unforeseen shipping delays with Zelda and Loftwing Amiibo. Which, if you've heard me talk about this for the past couple episodes, Ah! Oh,
2: it's funny. It's just. I mean, you can get NFC tags online?
0: I know, but it's just it's Nintendo being very anti-consumer recently, and it's it's just that that's just uh, It's it's kind
2: of an expensive one as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like it's, it's more exp- than the normal Ami- amiibo
0: price. Yeah, it's an expensive With- one. It's it's it ties a quality of life feature from a ten-year. Away from a ten-year-old game, that they can't even people can't even get it now, and uh, yeah, it it. Nintendo pulling a Nintendo. Pretty much. It is a really pretty amiibo. I will say that, but it is a very pretty amiibo. Like that, it's probably one of the more the more detailed ones, out of a lot of different amiibos. It looks amazing. But it's and it's that extra effort as well that I think it's like twenty six dollars. Twenty six Australian dollars. Yeah. Or something like that. It ain't cheap. I mean, it's it looks
2: better than a pop vinyl. And they're twenty dollars. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Yep. So I mean Put I, that into context. <laughs> yeah, like if I had if, if I went into a store and saw a pop vinyl next to a Zelda and Lothwing amiibo, I'll buy the Zelda and Lothwing Amiibo any day of the week like that's a given but but you know good luck trying to buy an amiibo (laughs) yeah exactly these ones will go for hundreds of dollars on amazon and ebay
2: and that's another problem with the nintendo they don't put enough stock out for things
0: exactly which yeah this this entire thing is rubbing the wrong way nintendo have become recently i found quite anti like i find when they when nintendo are doing well they become anti-consumer but when they're Mm. not doing well they're like they only become pro-consumer when they need the consumer on their side yeah and don't get me wrong i love nintendo yeah exactly like remember when we bought mario was it mario Kart 8 and we got a free game
2: yeah that's what it was it was mario Kart 8
0: yeah yeah, yeah, I, f- I found that out um, the other day. I was like, I got to mention yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it was. It's like that. It's, it, it. They're only pro consumer when they need the consumer on their side. Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna set the record that I love Nintendo. I do. But yeah, they're not. They're a business. There's only so they're a business. Much that you, yes, they're a business. First and, first and foremost. Friend. Exactly. So you have to call a spade a spade sometimes and. I don't know. Laugh at them, I guess, when these things happen. But um, last little bit of tid, uh, last little little tidbit of news before we head off to a different segment. Whoa. Oh, I just saw we've been going for an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I told you it's gonna be a long episode. Uh, Australian company Tantalus worked on Skyward Sword HD, who also did Twilight Princess HD, which I just yes. think is neat. That's, I saw that, I was going to put it in, I'm like, oh, uh,
2: is it worth, like, it's, it's a small little piece of info, but like, mm. yeah, I thought it was really neat that the Australian company did it. Yeah. But it's, I think it wasn't actually done on any, like, it was suspected, like, very heavily assumed, but it was never mentioned in any, like, material beforehand.
0: Yeah, until they, until people saw it in the credits,
2: basically. Yeah, which is kind of like, mm, shouldn't yeah. you, like, at least say something about that?
0: Yeah they they did with Twilight Princess in the direct yeah. when that got announced. I remember Reggie that's said I mean, it. like why
2: wasn't anything said about it
0: with Scarlet sword. Yeah. Jake, would you say that's neat? That that
1: is neat. I I just hope <clears throat> nothing bad happens to you know <laughs> this this little uh this little uh Aussie company mm. cuz I I'm just so used to hearing like uh little Australian uh indie like game development company worked on big title name and then a month or two later they go bankrupt yeah 2k australia yeah like literally the month after borderlands the pre-sequel came out gone
0: and you gotta think of alpha dream as well who did Mm. the mario and luigi games apparently the uh, good games I know, and that's that's the most upsetting part. The most the the last game they did, uh, Bowser's Inside Story, like that remake. Apparently, that only sold less than thirty thousand copies.
2: Problem was, it was a remake at the end of the three DS, like when
0: the Switch was already out. Yeah, exactly. But like, I that don't was inter- the problem. I don't understand how they because they had a decent track record. I don't like I don't know the ins and outs of you know game development companies, but I find that interesting. That they became I, bankrupt off of one game.
2: I feel like if they put it on the Switch, it would have done a lot better.
0: Yeah, but like it was literally like I think after
2: the Switch came out, this game came out and it was like no one's really interested in it. Like I'd already played the first like release of it, and that was really good, but mm. like I didn't feel the need to play it again like five years later.
0: Yeah, I I didn't play the original, so I wanted to get uh, pick this one up, but then I thought, I'll just get it later because I'm in no rush to buy it and now you can't buy it anywhere and because there was only 30,000 copies sold, they're very expensive. So, I I missed the boat on that one. Ah, well. Uh, Cool. So, that was the news segment. So, next up, we'll move on to Indie roundups. So, this is a segment where we like to talk about upcoming indie games, uh, whether they are, you know, highly anticipated or whether we just think they deserve a bit more attention first up we'll talk about unbound worlds apart this one launches on the 28th of july so this one we uh we've been in close communication with the developer over on over on twitter and i've been following this one for quite some time but this one had a kickstarter project i remember we did an article on way back in the day but basically you um you can go Basically, you control like a circle around your character that can control different portals, which is pretty cool. It's a 2D platformer and the art style looks quite neat as well. But um, yeah, I reckon this one, if you like 2D platformers, especially difficult puzzle platformers, um, this one looks like a good one for you. Um, it's gotten a lot of hype around. It. I'm pretty sure was highlighted by Nintendo, like themselves, so. yeah. yeah. This does look familiar. Yeah. So there's been a bit of hype around this one. So, yep. Yeah, that's Unbound Worlds apart. Next one, Io the Clown, which this one gives me Yoshi's Yoshi vibes, like Yoshi's crafted world vibes. Oh uh, yeah, this is too. The pure. gameplay a hundred percent does.
2: That like first poster is kind of creepy with the clown. <laughs> Not a fan of clowns. Not a fan of the
1: creepy looking clown like that. <laughs> Jeez. <there's>, like, <laughs> I'm scrolling through these screenshots. There yeah. is like a giant gingerbread man that is like the exact. Yeah, it, it is like the exact same design as the gingerbread man from Shrek. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It, it is it straight looks like lifted from that. Like same colors and everything. <laughs> it does look
2: really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as- but, aside yeah. aside from the from the potential copyright yeah yeah it it does look like a good game <laughs> and i'm this has always been one i've been curious about but i think i'll wait on reviews for but yeah oh bit more than i thought it would be It yes, was right
2: 2660 american i'm assuming this price is
0: yeah, it's yeah it's US price so yeah it's not a cheap game either which is which is again why I thought that I'll wait for a I'll wait for a yeah. but yeah it's definitely one to look at so July 28th so what that's like 10 days away from the time of recording so five days away ish once this comes out so um there's that one next one we have uh I, t- I never know how to pronounce this bark or b dot arc or B.ark. Or b.ark bio-interstellar arc yeah but yeah. where's
1: the i in the bark though it should be b-arc it,
2: it's bio-interstellar it's, it's a hyphened so it's, it's one n- word
0: this is not a good start <laughs> they, they wanted they, the bark they got around him it for a reason Um, I'd anyone,
2: say it's the b-arc
0: does anyone else want to take this I'm just trying to regain composure
2: <laughs> it looks like a twin stick shooter. Or, uh, yeah, shoot 'em up. Yeah, not sorry, a twin yeah, shooter. Yeah, it's, it's
1: more of a shooter. Yeah, it's yep. more like, um, Gradius. Yeah. Than anything. But, uh, yeah, the art style specifically, like the, you know. Is this multiplayer?
3: I don't know. I think so. But,
1: yeah, like, the, uh, the little splash screen thing that they have here at the front, I don't know why, but it's giving me, like, Paw
0: Patrol vibes. I can see that. I can definitely see. Yeah, the no, yeah. And like, well, <laughs> also, Nathan, it is up to four players. Nathan, yeah,
1: Nathan, you're the dad. You're yes, the I dad am. here. What? What's the? Uh, what's that other kids' show where it's like, like they're underwater? They have like an underwater. Base oh, Octonauts. That's like, yeah, that's it. It's kind of like a mix of both of those. Aesthetic wise, that's more so from my uh, younger brother.
2: Because Octonauts is an older one. Uh, I just assume since you're the one with the child here. Yeah, no, that that's actually from my uh, when my like fourteen year old brother was like, you know, three. I remember that more from that. I did not <laughs> so, realize
0: that show was that old. Oh yeah, that show was like ten years old. Jeez. Now we're old. Uh but yes, this is multiplayer, so you can play a co-op. It gives me, a, especially the, uh, I think it's the you would call it the fourth screenshot on the Nintendo website with, like, the crystal cave. Yes, that's where
2: I saw... I was like, is that, like, separate? Because I saw one from separate. I was like, is this, like, multiplayer?
0: But, yeah, it's up to four. Yeah. So, the like, the crystal cave screenshot, it gives me very... um, Did either of you guys play Graceful Explosion Machine? No. No. Okay. Well, aesthetically, it reminds me very much of that, where it's, like... um, too like uh lack of textures, but like a um like on purpose and very sharp edges. It's got that kind of aesthetic, which I think is pretty cool. Like it's got it's got a, it pops, it stands out. But if you like yeah, if you like side scrolling em ups, uh like landscape em ups, then this that one could be good for you. Uh, moving on, so S- Super Squidlit. We got this one. So I played the original Squidlet. It only went for like five minutes. So this Ooh. one, I'm pretty sure, has a bit more meat to the bones. So Squidlet was like the first game where they were kind of testing the waters. Um, this is another developer we've been um, pretty in close contact with recently. Right. I, I'm
1: loving the. I'm loving these screenshots because, like, you know, it it's clearly trying to ape like a Game Boy color uh yeah kind of thing. like to the point where like the borders of the screen are straight up just you know game boy, game boy color. color and then like yeah it, it, it's supposed to be like a game boy color platformer then out of nowhere one of these screenshots just turns into wolfenstein <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> excuse me why not
2: why not um, i do really like the uh the game boy color aspect though it's really it so, yeah, does like, look
0: cool uh, mm. So these guys as well, they I'm pretty sure yeah, here we go, right down the bottom. All sounds were recorded on a real Game Boy Color.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Huh. So yeah, so the entire game is built with the limitations of the of the Game Boy Color. That is very cool. That sounds way more difficult than you'd realize. Yeah exactly and then getting that onto you know a, the switch and pc and and consoles and whatnot so the like i said the original game only went for like five ten minutes so it was very quick so i because i played squid lit and i was like this was good i just wanted more of it i just wanted more because i felt like it had room to move room to grow and i think that's where super squid lit there's going to be a lot more to this I'm actually genuinely impressed by this. There you yeah, go. it looks really cool. There you go. So Super Squidlet. So that one is the 30th of July.
2: Sorry, I'm reading the very bottom. Can you guide Plip and Squid Squat to victory to sk- save Squishoo? <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs>
0: it's a pretty straightforward question. I don't know what you're talking about. Squid Squat and Squishoo. <laughs> With plip, um, and apparently your oh, and your health as well is uh, their muffins, because the developer likes muffins. I thought you know what would have been a neat
2: idea for like the battery light got dimmer as you were losing life. Oh,
0: no. that's a cool idea. That would have been really cool. And like it, as you die, the battery goes flat on the, the thing. <laughs> maybe we can message them and maybe they can quickly put that into the game. Yeah, a quick patch just yeah. before the game <laughs> <Quick>. comes out. <laughs> Day one patch update. <laughs> um, so that's the end of indie, uh, indie Roundup for this fortnight. So next up, we'll go to the Patreon question. Uh, we'll make this one pretty quick because I realize, yeah, we're going quite heavy on the time. Uh, so... Uh, this one comes from once again, if you remember from last episode, uh, from Lovers. So Lovers is their Discord name, we think. Um, yeah. But <laughs> their question is, what's your opinion on the life expectancy of the current Nintendo Switch?
1: Boy, how uh, how apt considering what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Th- um,
3: you got It's now.
2: getting on. It's getting on. Um, it's what four years now. We're at the point where if they don't release the quote-unquote Switch Pro, they're going to release the sequel to it, I guess. Hopefully with a better naming than Wii U. Nah, it's going to be or you Switch U. Or U-Switch. Because, what was it? It was five years between the Wii and the Wii U, wasn't it? Mm. Was it? No, no. Six
0: years. Six years. No, yeah, six years. Knowing Nintendo, was... they'd call it the new Switch. They would. They will. Mm. I bet money on it, but I guess the thing with the like, because the Switch is technically a handheld as well, and handhelds they have more longevity, if mm, history yes. serves. Like the Game Boy went, f- if you count the Game Boy Color as part of the Game Boy line, which some people argue it is, some people argue it isn't because it had exclusive games, but whatever. So if you if you include that. It had a twelve year lifespan. I mean you you count the new three DS and the three D S lineup and that had exclusive games, so Exactly. And that would be I when did the when did the three DS get discontinued? Like when was its last game? I think twenty nineteen. Twenty eight. Yeah, twenty nineteen, somewhere around that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the last one was a Persona game actually. Persona Q2. That's it. it. sure was. Still haven't played that. Well, there you go. Um but So, their handheld line tends to last longer. Which would have me believe... And the DS however, However, they don't have two
2: lines anymore. It's one line now. Mm. So, they could, you know, split it and have the handheld be longer because, you know, they had their
0: console lines as well. True. Another point to that would be that they would be... In the past, they could redo their handheld and then a year or two later redo, like, and then do another home console. Now, if they were to start a whole new system, they will be starting from scratch. With nothing. Like, with no... Or, you know, they could just
2: do a backwards compatibility console. Like, the the Wii. You'd hope so. Like, the Wii could play GameCube games. Why can't, you know, the next console play Switch games?
1: Yeah, Mm. apparently, you know... People making consoles, they don't care about backwards compatibility anymore. Nah. Well, Microsoft does. Yeah, Microsoft does. That's
2: one thing I will give Microsoft.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like Nintendo, Sony, like pretty much everyone else. Nah. Nah.
0: We'll get more money if we resell them on the new console. Exactly. i release them as $60 new HD versions tied to a and then a 25 dollar amiibo tied to it which won't reach store shelves
1: man don't you just love video games <laughs>
0: yeah
3: <sighs> yeah Yeah, i
2: saw a video on that like aspect of a uh, skyward sword where they're like you know doing a salty review on it it's like i would know i never i haven't played the game i just uh playing an emulator with a hd uh, texture pack and uh like mods that add all the quality of life features and yeah. i did not like the whole time he was playing the video i didn't realize he wasn't playing the hd version of skyward sword <laughs> so right at the end that's how he ended the video so yeah i've just been playing an emulated version with uh you know hd mod it's like yeah paying 60 or 100 dollars or 90 dollars australian 80 90 australian? yeah it's something crazy like that yeah it's the fact that it's full price is what's a big turn off as well. Like, was it Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess came HD came out with like a you know slight discount, but no, Skyward Swords the full price. It's
0: yeah, yeah I, th- I think Twilight Princess came out with with the amiibo. I yeah, think it was had, it was. Th- yeah, it had the amiibo included. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Whereas. Yes. Now they're doing Skyward Sword HD and the Amiibo is separate. But like the Twilight Princess Amiibo had an optional thing you could yes. do with it. Whereas the Skyward Sword one holds back a quality of life feature. So, yeah. But anyways, life expectancy of the Nintendo Switch. I rec- I personally reckon it'll go for a lot longer. I reckon it's going to be an 8 to 10 year system. I reckon we'll get an upgrade, actual actual upgraded model in 2023. I'm calling it, I reckon. I don't think we'll get a Pro next year. I reckon the OLED will... Nintendo will think the OLED will let... will carry that for a couple more years. That's my prediction. Yeah.
1: Anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for better or for worse, that's that seems like the Nintendo move. Yeah. I just don't think... Like, power-wise, it's going to hold up much longer. No. Mm
2: like it's it's already long in the tooth, and it's just getting further and further behind everything else.
0: yep, that's for sure, but anyways, uh, we'll move on to the final segment and our everyone's favorite segment of being named that game,
3: so yay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've gotten
0: the last few, yeah, we have we have exactly. And here we go. We've got another one. So uh, for anyone who's not familiar with Name That Game, so I have a game. These guys need to guess it. They need to work together. They get 10 hints. Uh, they get five guesses in total. So two, they can use two guesses between hints one and five, another two between six and nine, and then one final guess after hint 10. Um, if they don't use... Any of those guesses within those times, they forfeit those those guesses. They have two lifelines: the Switchaboo lifeline, which is a pre-recorded uh, pre-recorded hint from a another Switchaboo member who isn't on this show, and so this one's provided by Steve. Thank you, Steve. And they can also ask a yes or no question. Um, either of these can be traded for an extra guess. And the I can never remember this is. You have to ask a yes or no question first, don't you?
2: Yes, because of the, yeah. I can't even remember the I rules even... of your own game.
0: <laughs> I write this all down, and I didn't write that. Write down that bit.
2: It's only because we found out like roughly what the lifeline was, and used the yes or no question to guess confirm it what it was. Yeah, and it was just Which, so broken. To be honest, if you've added the fact that we can trade in an extra guess, it kind of doesn't make a difference anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, but then you would lose that hint. Or you would lose that yes or no question. So, I don't know. No one's ever done it. So, I might even just stop mentioning that in in forever anyways. Well,
2: yeah, to be <laughs> fair, it's like, you're better off getting a hint.
0: Yeah. Yeah, really. Because it's more information. Exactly. So, this game is a bullet hell roguelike. It saw its initial release in 2016. It came to Switch in late 2017. It's I, think I have an idea. Yeah, same. It's well, we do need this to be quick because of how long this episode yeah. is. Uh, it's published by a popular indie publisher, and the Switch version has an 87 on Metacritic. Is it Enter the Gungeon? Are you going with that, Nathan? Oh, I'll, I'll go for that. It's Enter the Gungeon.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Get out of here <laughs> Done. Okay, we're done. Okay, let's go. End uh, the podcast. Bye.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's uh, too easy, dude. You, you you set the like the setup was longer than the actual game.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bullet hell roguelike, end of the gungeon is like the only one.
2: There
3: are more. Yeah, you know
1: funny, we um
0: that's I think the fastest, even faster than Super Mario. Yeah, that was three hints, but that was when I used to we, wait between hints to see yeah, if you guys wanted we, to guess it. I'm like, there's no point in me waiting. We got two hints, done. <laughs> yeah, we know this. Yep. Don't even need the other hints. Easy. Yeah. Uh, well, some. We, we, we're getting too good at this. Some fun facts, I guess, about Into the Gungeon, because I have five more hints. Uh, total sales have passed 3 million as of January 2020. The name of the developer is the same as is the same as a common in-game maneuver, which dodge roll. Uh this game received a spin-off which launched as a timed exclusive on Apple Arcade in 2019. The name of their DLC is inspired by Dungeons and Dragons, and this game is very punny. Cause there's a lot of gun jokes in there. Yep. What's that DLC called? Like Gunshans and Drag Guns? Yes. I think it is. Yeah. Think- that is exactly what it is. <laughs> Of <laughs> of course, Jake. You're very good at this. Um, uh, but yeah. So thank you for guessing that so quickly because that is the end of episode 14 of the Switcherby podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please coming remember up on two hours coming up yep. on two hours. We nearly got there, but I can cut it off between between that. I reckon so it won't quite hit the two hour mark. Uh, please remember to follow us on you know Twitter at Switcher News, Facebook, uh slash switchaboo instagram at switchaboo uh discord which you there which is pinned at the top of our twitter page so you can always um communicate with us there all our updates are all go there as well please consider subscribing to us on youtube as well so uh, switchaboo and switchaboo joy so we have two different channels um a lot of our main content is now going up on the regular switchaboo youtube channel so definitely consider subscribing and clicking that notification bell and there's also, as we mentioned before, our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash where, like I said before, for just $1 per month, you can get our podcast two days early.
2: Also, do hit that bell because we missed out on a, a video like three days later on the Discord putting I, it up. Yeah, yeah. I did yeah. notice
0: that. Um, yeah, definitely hit the bell as well. Um, yeah. And
2: we... and is that competition still going to be running by the time this goes
0: live? Uh, I know the one you mean. Um, yeah. It will finish by the time it goes live. Well, So, like, can... when this goes up at 7.30 our time, the competition ends at 8 o'clock. Well, you have half an hour. Well,
1: you won't
0: get to it. No. <laughs> you have half an
1: hour <laughs> to listen to a two-hour podcast and then enter it. Just always skip to the end,
3: listen to so that bit, and then
2: go to the start. have the advantage and they can be like, oh, I haven't entered
0: this yet. I missed it. There you go. Which um, is a giveaway code for Beats of Maravia Islands, which I recently reviewed and gave a 7 out of 10. It is very cute. Definitely enter because I would recommend playing it. But thank you everyone for watching and remember to have fun. Catch you next time. See ya.